Hey everybody, welcome back to Naturally Supernatural. I hope you guys are enjoying your guys' day. It's been quite sunny lately. But I just wanted to ask you guys a question. I know I've been, I haven't been watching a lot of movies lately, but I remember growing up, one of the movies I used to watch as a child was Land Before Time. Oh, and my yeah. nephew is quite fascinated with dinosaurs right now. Um, for you guys, are there any movies that you guys enjoyed where it was fat, like it drew you because of the giants or the, the gigantor creations of there? I don't know. For me, I think Jurassic Park comes to mind. I, I, I love the uh, creativity in that uh, movie. And uh, you don't really know if the dinosaurs actually look like that, but they, uh, they True. you know, they just made it look like, you know, pretty. Or reptiles. Pretty, yeah, like reptilian. Giant thing. reptiles. But I was just more fascinated by their size mm. and how big they are. Mm. What about you, Josh? <laughs> I don't know. Just when when she asks about movies, first thing that pops out of my head, King Kong. King Kong. <laughs> I mean, he is big. Yeah. Uh, we know the story. <laughs> yeah. People are fascinated that that mm. size of a that big of a beast. Being. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but we know did that didn't go too well. Isn't uh, there a new movie out, King Kong and somebody fighting? I think isn't it King, King Kong, Kong and like Godzilla? Yeah, or something so King like Kong that. Godzilla. Yeah, yeah. So two, up, another yeah. two giants going up against each other. Yeah. Oh, we talked about giants anyway. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the reason why we talk about giants too, because I mean, they're mentioned in the Bible. I mean, right. first story that comes to mind is obviously David and Goliath. Mm, right. But even to my own mind, I think mm. it's like I try to think about what was the size of David in comparison to that Philistine giant Goliath, mm. right? Mm. And I mean, there's, there should be a purpose in why these giants are mentioned in the Bible. There's some sort of significance. And I think that's something that I kind of want to delve into today. Mm-hmm. Still naturally supernatural. Still sure. naturally supernatural. So, so yeah. Because it's, it's hard to believe. I mean, even yeah. nowadays we have, you know, Guinness World Records of the most, you know, biggest person or smallest person. You know, when I was watching the other day on YouTube, mm. it was the biggest person. And I'm like, he's using a cane. Right. You know, and like based off of science, you know, mm. there's a growth hormone. Maybe it might be an excess. That's why they grow. Mm. But, you know, if for me, at least it's fascinating to me, especially early on in the Bible, even in the first um, book with, in Genesis where it does talk about the giants. Mm. And so I'm like, if they're put in that position from the get-go in the beginning, there is a significance to them. Mm. And I mean, I kind of just want to know, you know, we see, mm. we go to his like, um, museums and we see all these giant replicas of things and I'm like did they exist or how did they exist when did they exist you know mm, what right. was their purpose because mm. I know there's some people who do believe in it and some people who don't but mm. when I read the bible you know there are mentioned there so yeah well historically um, in almost in every culture you have some sort of a, a tale on, on a giant mm. like there's always a giant like I mean you know, I mean, you have one, if you have one culture talking about giant mm. and then you get two, three, you know, and you have hundreds yeah. mm. uh, of different people, uh, people group talking about giants in their, in their culture. There's, yeah. there's got to be something in there. Like, uh, um, yeah, as, as far as I can, I can remember, like, you know, even in uh, Malaysian culture, we, we talk about giants all the mm. time. And so, 
um, at a very young age, we were told stories of giants. And mm. so in the Bible, interestingly, you talk about Bible and Bible, I mean, the first mention of giants were actually in Genesis 6, right. chapter 6. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, how, you know, if we open up uh, Genesis 6, you find that in, in 6 uh, verse 4, I believe, it talks about how the Nephilims or the giant people right. uh, mm-hmm. were around and, 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 and then later on they were around too. Yeah. So that's just prior to the flood. Mm-hmm. So there's something about giants occurring in the Bible um, to do something. It's not, literally, it's not the size, but it's actually its significance in the um, spiritual realm. Like, you know, right. why? Yeah. Well, like a giant, you know, a giant shows up, a Nephilim. Well, what is a Nephilim? The byproduct of uh, uh, fallen angels. Um Marrying daughters of men. That's right. Which is an abomination to God because Mm -hmm. angels are not supposed to have families. Mm -hmm. And so... It's in the Bible. Yeah. People people might be surprised that, you know, they're hearing this, but it is in... It's in the Bible, Genesis 6, 4. You can find that. Mm -hmm. uh, There's actually giants mentioned in there. Mm -hmm. And there's several other times too in the book of Job. I think the giants are mentioned right. uh, three times and then uh, Book of Daniel you, one time and um, so, so there's, there's, there's different times in the Bible mm-hmm. uh, giants are mentioned but every time it's mentioned it has something to do with derailment of God's uh, uh, intention for right. man like you know God's purpose for man like they just kind of show up mm. just before God release something big right like david and goliath mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in the valley of elah like why was it a giant like you got two groups of people mm-hmm. okay you got one side the philistines all rah-rahing away and then you got the one other side the israelites the army but they are normal human being except for one guy who mm-hmm. was like 10 feet tall like <laughs> uh, huge right mm-hmm. and his his shield I think his shield or his sword, like peop- like he's got people carrying it for mm. him. Like this is how he's huge. He's huge, right? And then you got this tiny little guy named David, King David. Later on, just with a slingshot. That's right. Yeah, he took him out. Stone and just he stone. took him out, right? So by the way, Goliath had four other brothers mm-hmm. who were all giants too. <laughs> so they obviously there was a significance in that like even at the valley of elah that's so good why did the giant show up and taunt basically the army of god the israelites Mm -hmm. and he did that for 40 days every day he would show up and say is is there no one none of you can that's strong enough or brave enough to fight me Mm -hmm. they're scared right they're all scared so there's a lot of implication in that giant showing up well, talking about giants, uh, as you said, you know, there's people are fascinated when it comes to big things. Yeah, yeah. And it's very obvious that living in North America, mm. all the high rises that we see around us, and just things in general. And I know that before this, getting ready for a recording today, we're talking about, you know, part of what we want to talk about today has to do something with, you know, 
giants of our lives. Let's talk about the giants of our lives today. And I believe that there is like you, you're saying something about the significance of, of why even bring up, you know, mm. the, the importance, the significance of giants in the, in the Bible mm. and the things that we see now. Why don't you share something to us, Pastor, that I would speak to that giants of our lives today? Well, I think um, to fully understand that, like, you know, you have to go back to when God was talking to Abraham and he told him he was going to give him, like, he's going to be the father of all nations and many nations. And he was going to uh, give him a uh, promised land. And in that promised land, there are giants, mm. you know, there are people, people thought there are giants. And so in the Bible, Moses, uh, <clears throat> by the time it rolls down to, you know, to Moses' time, Moses actually sent out uh, scouts. Mm, yeah. Right? And Joshua, uh, and Caleb. Joshua, Caleb, and a few other guys. Mm -hmm. And they went in the land Spice. of the giants. And they all came back. Uh, except for Joshua and Caleb, they all came back and said, no, we're not going in there. Mm. You can just forget it because the land is full of giants mm. and we're like gnats to them. Like, mm. you know, basically just going to smack us around. Like grasshoppers. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to make any dent in yeah. going in there. We might as well quit. Without right? even trying. We might as well quit. So that is what they saw. But Caleb and Joshua came back with a different report. They said, no, we can take these guys. We can literally take these guys. So there's that, um, um, I believe that the uh, Lord was positioning those giants at that time, even though they were physical at that time, uh, for us to prepare us for a time such as this when we don't have that kind of threat, but we have a different kind of threat which is the giants in our life. Like, what are giants in life? And so when I start researching into the giants in the land, the promised land that the Israelites had to go in and conquer, I realized that their names, like I, I can't give you their names. <laughs> these are the names that was um, mm. mentioned. And these are the ones like, uh, basically uh, they were, uh, I hope I pronounced it correctly, Canaanites and Kenazites. Cadmonites, Hittites, uh, Perizzites, uh, Raphaites, uh, Amorites, Canaanites, Gigashites, and Jebusites. So, uh, how many are there? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So, the Lord said to Moses, three of those guys you guys can handle, mm. <laughs> but seven of those guys, you're going to need my help. That's right. Right? So, very interestingly, when I look at those names, those supposed to be tribes of giants, I'm like, who are those guys? You know? Mm. Like, I can't even pronounce their name, but what do they mean? Right. What do they mean? Um, so, when I, when I, here's the revelation, you know, like, why did God, name them like even you know I mean names are given by God so mm. why like Abram supposed to be for instance Abram before Abraham was father 
is exalted, and then God changed his name to Abraham, mm. father of many nations, right? right. So names uh, have significance. Um, like his wife, Sarai. Uh, Sarai is actually quarrelsome, striving. And then God renamed Sarah, which means princess. Mm. There's right. always that yeah, meaning so, behind. So there's meaning behind names. I'm trying to get to that meaning. Like, I, you know, when I start looking at the name of Abraham and Sarai, I realize that there's meaning behind names. So, so let's look at um, the giants, right? Um, the first one, the 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 Kenites. Um, that actually meant fabricator. Wow. Which translation would that be? Is that Hebrew? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah. Which actually means fabricator. Wow. That means lies and false fabrication mm. or accusation. Come on. So. <laughs> If you think about it, we're not facing these Kenites now today like the Israelites did, but let's just think of the names and the mm -hmm. meaning behind that name. Mm -hmm. That giant, supposed giant that you have in your life. Are you facing something that is full of lies and false fabrication That's and good. accusation in your life? Like, mm -hmm. are you facing that? Right? Um, are you focusing on lies mm -hmm. rather than the solution? That's good. Right? Which is, you know, what God says about you mm. versus what the lie says about you. Mm. You know, like the lie could say, you're worthless. You're not going to make it. Mm. You're seeing the world going past you. Everybody is so successful. I'm not. No, that's a lie from mm. the enemy. That's total lie from the enemy. Because why? God told Abraham... And God told Moses, like the same, same uh, story. This is the promised land. Right. I'm going to take you there. Mm. I'm the one taking you there. Right? Mm. You just have to follow my instruction. That's good. And you will get there. But before they got there, God put a different obstacle there. Right? To actually, to show them even clearly, in a, in a clearer way that he's in charge. Like you got all these giants, you come to the promised land, you send your scouts in and you see these giants. Like what in the world? <laughs> right? How do you even face that? How do you even get in there? Yeah, uh, This is a setup. <laughs> yeah, but it only took two guys to say we can, we can do mm -hmm. it. We yeah. can overcome. Yeah. Right? So, so the first one, the Kenites, uh, basically giant of lies. So if that giant is in your life, it's pretty hard to get over it unless you know the truth of Jesus Christ. Mm. Really, you know, if you focus on lies, you will continually live in that lie. Mm. Right? If you focus on what people fabricate about you, like, oh man, that, that, that shirt that you're wearing doesn't look so good on you. Mm. Mm. Doesn't look hard on you. <laughs> you know, and then you keep going back there and keep changing. You've seen that? How you go buy clothes to your friends and you, your friends keep saying that it doesn't look good on you and then you keep changing. <laughs> and in the end, you buy nothing. When you really knew that those ones that they said wasn't nice on you, actually the ones that you actually like. Right. Mm. Right? So even for their names, like... There's significance behind their giant names. 
And this is so good. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people are tired of people fabricating mm. things about them. Right. Mm. Right. But they just don't know how to get away from that. Mm. They don't know how to set healthy boundaries. Yeah. Right. They don't even know that it's actually a giant. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It's a spiritual giant. Now, I want to talk about this is a naturally supernatural show. <laughs> right. uh, those are spiritual giants. Now, the Israelites saw real giants. Mm. Yeah. We're now today seeing spiritual giants. They right. manifest yes. in that that same spirit of gigantism, that is <laughs> was was trying to 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 distract people from God's blessing. That's so good. Mm. It's the wow. same one that are actually bordering people, mm. you know. And, and so, so when you think about the Kenites, it's fabrication. So, what is the target there? Like, what is the target of the enemy? The target is actually to delay, detour, and distract you from your destiny. That's it. Wow. Mm-hmm. And so they can fabricate upon fabrication upon fabrication <laughs> to a point after a while, you don't even know the truth. That's why Jesus came and said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. Yeah. He immediately erased that giant from your life. So good. And say, listen, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. follow me. Mm-hmm. Follow me and you get out of this misery. Mm-hmm. Follow me and you forget about these things. They're trying mm-hmm. to choke you and stumble you mm-hmm. from your destiny. So it's really critical that we take care of these giant Kenites, mm-hmm. which is the fabricator in your life. Wow. Does that make sense? That's just one of the giants. <laughs> That's just one of the giants. Just one of the giants, right? You want to hear more about giants? Yes. Because <laughs> there's so many of them right there. Uh, between, ten, ten, yeah. There must be a reason why God showed them 10. Again, you know, talking about the significance of giants in the Bible. And how you're bringing this revelation today, and I know for a fact that you know there, there is a lot of these spiritual giants that are sitting in front of people today, mm. and if we're not aware, mm. you know we could easily just walk in the exactly in the in the path that sometimes you know we're we're not really conscious about it, but mm. because of what we feel of what things that that we're attracted with, mm. sometimes we don't we baby it, we don't even pay attention to it. What do you have for us, Pastor? I know you want to share more. Like this, <laughs> I don't, I'm just, I'm Gl- just Goliath uh, is part of them. I'm just blown away by what I found out about oh. the names. Yeah, yeah. Right. First, the Kenites. We learned they're fabricator. The second one is the Kenizzites. Right. We we learn about Kenizzites, and you know what that name means? Possessiveness. Oh, we know where it's going. Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very evident. Yeah. Nowadays. Possessiveness. Manifest in so many different ways. That's it. Mm. Right? Yeah. If you look at the time of Jesus, you know how he manifested the in the worst way? Through the Pharisees. Mm, true. They're trying to look more spiritual than other people. Mm. The whole time. Right? Holier than thou kind of attitude. Mm. And I think a lot of us fall into that, especially in church too. Like, mm. you know, oh yeah, no, we don't visit. We don't do those things. We right. don't. We don't go those places, but those are the places we actually have to go and mm-hmm. humble ourselves and actually go in there. And that's a spirit of possessiveness. That's good. Like we just want to hang on to our church mm-hmm. and we don't want to get outside of a church because you know what? You know, those people are scary. Mm-hmm. Listen, Mary Magdalene was scary in her yeah. time. Okay. Matthew was scary. Right. Right. Wasn't he the tax collector? Mm-hmm. That was the scariest boogeyman in those days especially in those days yeah they see them right right? they not only collect 
money for the Roman Empire. But you know how they make money? They collect extra for themselves. They don't mm-hmm. get paid for yeah. collecting money for Rome. Yeah. So they just they just make up stories along mm-hmm. the ways and collect a, yeah collect a lot of money. And so you got that possessiveness, you know. And wow. um, so what's the? I was thinking, what is the job of this giant, this spiritual giant that is blocking you, this huge mountain mm. in your life, this Canaanites? What is their job? Is to make you feel more important than others. Wow. That's good. You never serve. You never share. Mm. You never lead because you always will think you're more important than other people. Mm. You know, so that's that's really bad. <laughs> you know, in the end, you yourself don't walk into what you're created to become. Because you're not sharing. You're not in community with anyone. That's so good. Wow. Yeah. That's quite interesting, especially nowadays where, well, at least I know me and Josh can, and Pastor Tom obviously can attest to this, where how powerful community is. Yes. And just how impactful that, especially in the body of Christ, where you have to be in that that community. You can't just isolate yourself because like what we've said in prior episodes where your mind really becomes a playground for the enemy to kind of, you know, mm. do his dirty on you. But mm. to, to see those giants were in back in the day, it's physical giants, whereas now for us, it's spiritual mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and how evident it is and relevant they are still to this day, you know, for God to actually give us that back in Genesis means, you know, he's giving us a way to, to defeat these giants. So 100%. It, was a, it boggles me. Uh, yeah, it was a foreshadow of what the, the enemy was going to do yeah. uh, right. after Jesus had resurrected and ascended. Because why? Jesus sent the Holy Spirit. Mm. Now it's a spiritual warfare. Yeah. And guess where the warfare is? It's in your mind. Mm. So these things come and create giants, mm-hmm. gigantors. You know, uh, King Kong size, uh, you know, problems for you, right? That's right. And so the third one I felt, the Cadmonites. The Cadmonites uh, actually (laughs) translated is ancient ways. That means it's representing religious spirits. Now, how often do we see religious spirit, religion kick Mm. in? Mm, and totally yeah. derail churches. That's right. It's like, true. you know, you got this, you cannot do this, you cannot do, you cannot wear this skirt, this type of dress to come into church or, you know, you can only take communion when, you know, when we do communion once a month. <laughs> um, that religious spirit. Is ancient ways. For ancient ways, Cadmonites, dangerous. Why? Because this giant makes you fall into tradition. That's it. Mm. It makes you fall into tradition. So instead of focusing on God's will, you start comparing. Mm. The mm. moment you create tradition, you compare. And comparison yeah. kills joy. Yes. Uh, wow. So, um, I think it was you before that I had a conversation with, this was a few years ago, where we've talked about tradition and how it's kind of the way of the old like people who have already gone and we're still trying to, you know, bring into the future where it's like, mm. 
where is the fun in that when you get to adventure off with God and Holy Spirit? Well, 100% will rob you of your potential. Right? It will just rob you of your potential because you're hanging on to past successes. Tradition. Tradition is, you know, it's saying it's okay. We just continually mm-hmm. sip the old wine. Yeah. Right? When the Bible is telling us new wine and we took, we continually sip the old wine and say it's okay. And even from last week's episode when we talked about creativity, it kind of quenches that and, yeah. you know, hinders our ability to express ourselves Amen. in that way. Wow, these giants. Yeah. <laughs> so so it's it's quite interesting how this 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 giant, um, Catmanites, mm-hmm. um, puts this thoughts in our head that it, you do it my way or it wouldn't work. Mm. So when we have that kind of thought pattern, uh, we're stuck, right? Yeah, you can't really move forward. Like religion says, by works. Mm. Right. We got to work. That's why, mm. you know, you look at the Old Testament, it's like, you know, you got to work for it. You got to work, 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 work. When you know by the one act of Jesus at the cross, it is by His grace, you're safe, through faith. Amen. And so this particular giant mm-hmm. wants you to remain in the works and mm. not in faith. Mm. Right? It really derails your focus off of who you're actually submitted to and ends up allowing you to just look at yourself and what your abilities are. But strangely enough, I tell you, these are the three that God said to Moses that he can actually overcome. Mm. So that means Come on. we have enough to overcome these three. Now, which are the seven mm. that we need God's help in? Mm. Right? So here it is. The seven that is mightier than you. Number one, Hittites. Hittites, yeah. The Hittites. Okay. It literally means terror. Mm-hmm. It represents a fear of failure. Mm. Okay. Wow. And yeah. And that's very relevant to nowadays, especially with millennials. At least I can talk, you know, from experience around me where that in of itself would stop you from a lot of things. Yeah, you know why? Because it causes spiritual paralysis. Mm. Wow. Once it takes place. And... This giant actually wants you to not volunteer. <laughs> this giant wants you to back away from your gift. Mm. You're paralyzed. Yeah. Because move. of fear, you're paralyzed. Oh, well, Pastor Tom is always talking about gifting and uh, healing, and isn't it? And well, I've done it once before. I really don't <laughs> want to do it again because you know what? People might laugh if, at me if they don't get healed or, or something like that. Mm. You're mm. paralyzed. Watch out now. Right? He tights, paralyzes. Now, what is the antidote? The mm. antidote is to get to know Jesus intimately. Amen. I'm talking intimately and obediently. Mm. Right? Just like the word Abba. Mm. The true meaning of Abba is Father, I will obey. So sometimes we forget. We take the father, the Abba father part, intimacy. Oh, it's all about relationship. It's mm. all about relationship, you know. Mm. What happens to the part I will obey? That's the obedience, the obedience part. That's it's it. gone, right? So sometimes 
even in that paralysis, it takes that courage to say, I will obey even though I'm so scared right now. I'm so full of fear, but I'll take the first step. Mm. Just like Peter on water. Remember, he stepped out of the boat and he says, this is scary stuff. <laughs> All my life, I'm a fisherman. Mm-hmm. I know if I step on water, I sink. Mm-hmm. Right? But you got Jesus looking at you and go, Peter, mm-hmm. come on now. Come on, walk to me. And Jesus is still saying the same thing to us. Amen. Stop letting this heat tights paralyze you and walk to me. Mm. Do you ever notice how Jesus heals all the paralytic all the time? <laughs> mm. yeah, wow. Because, yeah. yeah, because the Hittites have gotten to them. Wow. wow. Perfect love casts out all fears. Amen. Yes. yes. So, yeah, so much more, but I just, I feel like I should get to the next one. <laughs> The next giant. I'm like, I can't even keep up writing notes. Are you writing notes? Oh, okay, yes. wonderful. Um, maybe I should preach about this, right? And then there's oh, yeah, should definitely. this totally would yeah. be an episode. Yeah, and, and then you got Perizzites. Who are these guys? Mm. These are the, one of the 10 giants in, mm. in the promised land. You know what that name means? Mm. Squatter. Mm. Wow. <laughs> Sounds wow. like parasite too. Hundred <laughs> percent. This giant's job is to make you be in apathy. We don't want to do anything mm. about anything. Mm. Things has to be this way. Father was blind. I'm blind, so I live with it. Mm. You just settle. You settle. Mm. You squatter, right? So. <laughs> I mean, the name, the name speaks for itself, right? Yeah, if somebody squatters in your yard. By the way, there was a tribe I saw in the National Geographic. There was a tribe, I forget where they were. Oh, I think they were in India. And they literally go from one place to another and they're nomadic. Mm. And they would just follow the path that they've been following for generations. Right. And they'll come in and because they live naturally, they just think everything is biodegradable. <laughs> that was tradition many years right. ago. Mm. You bring a coconut, yeah, you leave it there in a few years, it's gone, no. right? Yeah. But today you're carrying around bottled bo- bottle bottle. water. Yeah. Wow. And they leave it there and they move on to the next one. It's just causing so much headache for so many villagers when they show up. Mm. And they're not just 10 people. We're talking about 100 to 150 people. Mm. Wow. They just show up. And if they feel like, you know, like they want to stay in your yard, mm. you happen to be the lucky person. <laughs> the 101 champion lucky person, I'm staying in your yard. 150 people will camp in your yard. Wow. <laughs> and then they'll leave behind all, their- all kinds of beautiful stuff, mm. including some un. Unpleasantly. Unpleasant stuff. <laughs> so that's the spirit of squatting. Well, it's a spirit. It destroys through complacency. Mm. So this, I'm giving you this nomadic tribe because they've been complacent to live in tradition of just being nomadic and just do whatever they want. Because to them, 
there's no boundaries, there's no nothing, there's there's nothing, right? Mm. You you can tell them and shout through your blue saying that's my land. It's it's not sinking into them. Wow. Just giants are big, right? Now, the third giant. Are we still on giants? Yeah, still giants. I'm still writing. <laughs> yeah, the third giants is the refame, right? Mm. Yes. The refaim. Yeah. This is number three. Number seven. Three, right? three of the seven yeah. that you need God's help on. Yes. Refaim means, literally means giant, mm. giant. We talk about Godzilla, we talk about King Kong, you know, you watch those movies, I see small kids when they watch those movies, they cover their eyes. Yeah. You know why? Because they're scared. Hmm. So, and after a while, they like switch it off of go play something. Like, you know, I see that Hmm. with my grandkids if they see a movie like that. Um, It causes you to want to flee and run away from something you were doing. Hmm. You want to surrender. You want to give up. And how many times we see that in people right. going for interviews? Wow. That's right? so true. And the FM comes along and say, this is a giant. Mm. This job's too big for your knowledge. Mm. You don't have enough. Temptation. Right? Or, you know, you might want to do something or get married something. Mm. Giant comes along. But you don't look good. Mm. You're not... Uh, you know, the GQ type, mm. right? Status quo. Yeah. Uh, so you want to surrender. It's too hard. Right. And then you make excuses. You start to make excuses. Maybe God doesn't want me to do this. Mm. How often you hear that? Right. right. Many times. Yeah. Like maybe God doesn't want me to take my license. So I really don't need to drive. Mm. That's quite interesting because I... Josh knows this. A few years ago, I got in a really bad accident with our family. Mm. And I think there was such a trauma in that. And I didn't realize it at the time where it was actually a spirit, obviously, in this case, a giant, Mm. where it really prevented me from actually doing some of these things like driving per se, you know, and not like now that I look back, I'm like, had I not overcome that or had God not pulled through for me in that area, then there's so many things I would have not been able to experience Hmm. So it's quite fascinating. Like it fascinates me that we're Isn't talking it fascinating? About this. Like these giants are like they each one of this spirit, mm-hmm. right? The Nephilims. Each one of this spirit, they have a function to mm-hmm. derail you from your destiny. Yeah. Amazing. Mm. Like they're so organized. And yet we don't look deeper. Mm, well, yeah. You know, as Christians? Now we can after hearing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, So basically it will turn you from advancing to shrinking. Basically. Mm. Right. Um, Like um, actually the same giants uh, showed themselves out in, uh, in the promised land. Mm-hmm. So that's why the tan came back and said, no, mm. we're shrinking, we're like gnats. But Caleb and Joshua did the opposite, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Number four giant, Amorites. Amorites. 
means sayer. Okay? So, what does this giant do? This giant wants to cause inferiority complex and mm. self-doubt. Mm. Self-doubt. Right? Have you ever walked into people that talks about you when you were a kid? Like, you know, like they were rude to you or mm. something mm. that causes you to self-doubt? Mm. Right. That's that giant. Wow. Mm. Right? People. Like, you know, I don't know. I went to a school where there were a lot of bullies. Mm-hmm. Mm. They either beat you up or they call you names. Right. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know which one is still happens is, is, is better. If it's physical or the <laughs> verbal. But you go through that, and this is the giant that caused that kind of self doubt. Mm. You know, sayers. You said right. Like naysayers. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 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 MRI. That's where it comes from. Yeah. Bring you down with rewards. Here's the thing, you know, like, um, you know how crazy this naysayers uh, actually so in like influential. Mm-hmm. It's because they continue to knock on you until you like you as a Christian. Mm-hmm. You might hear this from Christians, right? They say, yep. "I'll just exist until God takes me home." Mm-hmm. <laughs> so true. <laughs> You're already in that trap uh... of this giant. Like a lot of people say, you know, what is that to do? I'm I'm heading to heaven. How I've heard that many times. Yes. And so you are ready in that, uh, you know, bewitched by this giant. <laughs> Love that. Well, just- to believe that you actually have no um, desire to want to, <laughs> you know, like you totally doubt yourself, mm. right? It's definitely bewitching for sure. Just as Paul said who bewitch you. Yeah. <laughs> so complacency. Yeah. Yes. Today we kind of rushed through this, but because we uh, have time yeah. constraints. But uh, this will totally be another teaching episode for you, Pastor Tom. 100%. I think a lot of people have to hear this. And I wrote this many, many years ago. Mm. Many years ago. And now all of a sudden it's relevant again. Mm-hmm. It's still relevant. Why? To this because day. just the way God told. Abraham right. and Moses mm-hmm. about those giants. Mm. It's relevant today. Yeah. So the next one is the Canaanites. Mm-hmm. You always hear about them, right? The Canaanites. Yeah. You know, the Israelites fight the Canaanites like Canaanites. Just a lot of Canaan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Promised land. Meaning zealous and premature promotion. Mm. So this giant actually causes us to do something before God says yes. Mm. Mm. How many times you've seen that? I'm going to do that mission. I'm going to go here, go there. Never once you consult God. Mm. Overzealous, premature promotion, you promote yourself, Mm. right? And all opportunity, you create it. And yeah. And the Bible talks about the, you know, how there's a time for everything. Yes. Yes. There's a time for everything. And so when you take things into your own hand, you are now uh, hearing a lot from this giant Mm. and you're going, I could do this. Mm. I could do this. So some giants will say, you can't do it. Some giants say, you can (laughs) do it. Do it fast. For the wrong reason. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's almost like building a house too quickly without a foundation. 100%. And it ends up crumbling. Self-promotion, wrong timing, all those things are going to cost, right? They need to be prepared. Like King Hmm. David was prepared. Yeah. uh, Years of just slinging that that slingshot. Yep, being in the wilderness. And and aiming at bears and lions Lions. or whoever, whichever animal that came along to try to steal his sheep or goat or whatever he was hurting. Um, It was a season of preparation for him to face Goliath. It was not Mm. just by fluke. Right. Nope. Right? There was a lot of training Mm -hmm. and timing, right? So Mm -hmm. uh, no shortcuts, basically. (laughs) Amen. Gilgashites, <laughs> another giant. This giant's name means stranger. <laughs> <laughs> this giant's job is to make you feel out of place everywhere you go. Mm. I don't feel at home. Right? So what does this do? Wow. It prevents growth and maturity. Mm. It prevents growth and maturity. Wow. I don't want to go to that party or that gala. I don't want any, you know, I don't have anything to wear, blah, 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 whatever, right? If you're invited by God, go. Some people just don't want to do it, right? Mm. Have you met people where you try to encourage, no matter how you encourage them, (laughs) (laughs) they don't want to leave that couch? Mm. Yeah. You're under that influence of that giant. It's crazy. Wow. And the last one. The last one is Jebusites. Jebusites means downtrodden. This giant wants you to be downtrodden, to be in depression. Mm. Mm. A lot of people are under the influence of this giant. Yep, especially nowadays. Yeah. This giant creates a feeling of anxiety and hopelessness. COVID-19. That's right. Does Mm. that sound familiar? That's your Jebusite right there. Wow. Right? Victim mentality. Blame others. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. You beat yourself up. You know, anxiety weighs down the heart, right? Mm. Amen. Um, But I thought I'd share that with you today because those are the the seven giants that you really need. Mm. Consultation with the Holy Spirit. I think just hearing, hearing all those today, you know, and I know this goes for our hearers, of this podcast. I know that there may be one or two that they, you know, I could relate. So if I'm mm. relating, mm. I'm sure there's others out mm. there that, that would mm. relate as well. Mm. But just just to be aware of, of what may be going through your your life, basically. You know, mm. the, the voices, giants that you may be facing mm. or you may recognize now after hearing what Pastor Tom just shared. It's it's a good time to reflect and and see where you know where which one you're being hold on to mm. if that makes sense mm. if there's any form of a of a person like where you may find yourself stuck and mm. not seeing the breakthrough that you that you you desire mm. and maybe because there's this spiritual giant that is that you have been you haven't been made aware of mm. that now coming into understanding and what would you tell them for those people that, that may recognize some, recognize something in what you have just shared? Um, I think 
best is just to play this over and over again and, and take notes of it right. and, and mm-hmm. the different names when I think hopefully we'll make one YouTube yeah. uh, teaching. sermon teaching, teaching on episode, it and yeah. so you can watch a lot here um, and then you can glean over it and, yeah. and say because you know I'll go deeper in the teaching so that you can identify better mm-hmm. which giant is actually bothering you mm. spiritual giants we're right. talking about mm-hmm. this giants that are trying to derail you from your destiny and uh, I think it's really important for us to be able to identify them that's it yep and cancel them from your life. Mm. That's why God told uh, Caleb, Joshua, and mm. Moses. Moses, but Moses didn't make it. <laughs> mm. um, yeah. But basically, they are told to cancel them, basically, to, in the old days, to kill them all off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Get so, rid of them. Yeah. So, so how you get rid of them. Yeah. <laughs> you so, kill it. Yeah. I mean, in the old days, it's pretty... Uh, Straightforward. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, but today, uh, it's the same in the spirit. Mm. Yeah, uh, you got to get rid of, it. and the only way to do that is to invite Jesus into Amen. your life. Mm. Use your sword and spirit. Yeah, yeah. He he is the one, the yes. true. Um, I I don't want to use this word, but giant killer. <laughs> um, that that can actually giant slayer, <laughs> giant slayer that will take out all this. Uh, right. Um, demonic giants mm-hmm. that are actually bothering a lot of people. Amen. And I think if we go back to Genesis 6 again uh, during our wrap up here, I just want to read again to you in Genesis 6, chapter, uh, chapter, uh, chapter 6, verse 4. It says, In those days, I'm, I'm reading from NLT, in those days and for some time after. He mm. didn't just say, In those days, there were giants. It says, in those days and for some time after, giant Nephilites lived on the earth. Right. Mm. For whenever the sons of God had intercourse with women, they gave birth to children who became the heroes and famous warriors of the ancient times. Mm. And so, you know, spiritually, of course here they're talking about physical. Mm-hmm. Physical, you know. But it's spiritually, if you mate, if you combine, if you allow yourself to be to be subjected to to be married to these giants, uh-huh. uh, you're gonna birth something pretty ugly. Yeah, that's true. And that's what it, happened. It, 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 yeah, uh-huh. yeah. And you might think it's like famous warriors. No, <laughs> no. You you are under the spell mm. of these giants mm. that continuously lie to you, mm. and so. We need to break this off. Amen. Amen. All these 10 giants that are causing disruption in your lives, we need to break it off. Wow. I'm still blown away. I'm excited for actually the teaching episode. But for everyone listening, if you guys are more interested or have any questions, you can head on over to naturallysupernatural.life and we will be receiving your questions and try to get back to you as soon as possible. But until next week, everybody, God bless. God bless. bless.